Welcome. I thank you so much for joining us in morning radio on this platform. A lot of us have been just creating so many opportunities for others and breaking barriers and starting our own business and kind of entering into entrepreneurship, which I absolutely commend. But what I must say is if you're going to start a journey in entrepreneurship, write down what you need to do from the very beginning. Not always we have an EIN number, we have a business license, and all those essentials right for this part. But most importantly, we think of an EIN number or a business license or knowing some of the licensing that you may need for your business. That's not even getting into that. That's simply to learn what our niche is. Learn your niche from the very beginning. How can you start a business and you haven't figured out what your niche is? So your niche, guys, is the top four to five things that you enjoy the most. But you don't necessarily have to be great at it, but it's something that you enjoy. I always tell people, if you want to get enter into entrepreneurship, jump into something that you are absolutely passionate about, whether it's cooking, childcare, sewing, hairstyling, cleaning, or something that I have not mentioned, but you love it. So, I mean, if you love it, you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to be great at it. And maybe you could be able to build a team and bring people on. So that's what it's all about, creating a space to help others. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're creating a space for yourself, but you haven't breaking down the barriers to help other individuals, then how is that going to be helpful? You want to make sure that you're helping other individuals and you're paving the way for people that want to enter into entrepreneurship. Okay? That's what it's all about. What is this if you're writing a book and there's a friend or a neighbor or someone you may know that may have interest in being a self-published author? You know all the steps from A to Z, and you're not giving them the information. You're not giving them the skills. You want to help others be better. This is what it's all about. So to create a space, one, you want to know your niche. Two, you want to know actually how much everything's going to cost. Sometimes if you start an e-commerce business, there's not going to be much cost, but you might have to pay for web development, or maybe you might want to create your website yourself. And you might want to do commerce or WordPress or something else. Maybe that's the way you want to go about it. Maybe you want to help. Maybe you want to hire a designer to help you in the process. And that's where the fees come in at. So you want to know how much everything's going to cost from the very beginning. So do the numbers and realize what you're getting into. Number three, you want to have a, a understanding of your business, the structure, what you may want to do. So maybe a business plan. That may be maybe another direction you're looking in. A constructive business plan from start to finish. You want to talk in that. You want to discuss in that business plan. Uh, one, the financial perspective, the responsibilities, the concept, what your business is all about, your mission statement, and much, much more. And I will have either a seminar or maybe a video or tutorial about creating a business plan um, from scratch. It's not as challenging as most people may think it is. I actually helped someone once upon a time with their business plan, and they kind of looked at me and they thought I was crazy. And I said, no, this is a constructive, creative, honest business plan. And you want to have a business plan to make sure that you're going in the right direction. So your business won't be jumping all over the place and you have no center to where you're going, okay? So business plan number three may be something you definitely might want to uh, look into. 
Okay? And you can also find that online, how to start a business plan. You can have someone help you. You can hire someone, which is going to be a cost. Or maybe you might want to go to your free library and maybe find books or buy books through Barnes & Noble on uh, starting a business plan. Okay? So you might want to do that. Also, you might want to think of um, researching other businesses that's similar to the business and industry that you want to, you know, get yourself involved in to see what other people are doing. So learn a little bit about the niche, the industry, and your competitors. You want to know what your competitors are doing and how great business is going, how maybe not so great. You want to know a little bit about the industry, individuals that have been in it for a while, things like that. You want to know what you're entering into before you start spending tons and tons and tons of money. Okay? Also, you want to have a full understanding of a little bit about, I guess, the financial perspective, you know, uh, the, the financial backing and the backbone of the business, okay? So knowing a little bit about that. Um, maybe doing an interview, maybe questioning someone, having a conversation with a friend, a little bit of your church, a little bit about, you know, um, the financial perspective. Um, maybe a financial advisor would be a great individual you might want to chat with when creating your own space, when you're doing something like a small business. There's a lot of steps in creating a space for yourself as a small business owner. But most importantly, you want to, like I can, I can never say this enough to people, know your niche, learn your niche, and do the research about your niche. Because right there, you can be able to create your business plan and have a great idea, but you've got to know your niche first before you can even think about a business plan, okay? Creating your own space is fine, but you have to understand one fine factor. Your customers and your clients is the ones you need most to have a successful business. So I always tell people, make sure you take care of your customer, make sure you engage with your clients, and build relationships. Relationships when you're in business is key. Relationship building is huge. It's so hard to keep a customer. It's so hard to keep a customer. And it's even challenging to maybe grab the attention of your clients, okay? So you want to keep them when you grab their attention and keep them engaged and be knowledgeable about your product, your service, or whatever you're doing. Because if they're knowledgeable and you know what you're talking about, they're going to know they can go to you and you're well informed about the product or the service or the industry that you're in. So know it, do the research, know what you're getting into, okay? Because your client's going to know when you're just kind of like rambling and you don't know your business and you don't know what you're into and you don't know what it takes to be in this particular industry, okay? So there's a lot of things that we can think of when creating our own space. But another thing we want to think of, and another thing we want to think of when we're creating our space, building relationships with new individuals that we don't know, building these relationships, but not only we're building the relationships, we're bringing them in and we're showing them the steps to entrepreneurship. So not only they're our customers, they could be our business partner. This may be someone we might want to do business with. So you want to bring them in and see if they're teachable. If they're not teachable, show them the layout of the business. Turn that customer into a friendly colleague. So the way to do that is having conversations with new individuals that you've never met before. A lot of people say, I can have a conversation with this passenger. Guess what? That individual that you're having a conversation with, this person could be uh, the business partner or the friend or the employee that you can hire that may bring you hundreds to thousands, maybe millions to your business. So you never know, like I always tell people, 
who's behind you and who's in front of you. You don't know how savvy they are. You don't know how informed they are. Or they may know a whole lot about the industry that you're involved in. But if you don't have that conversation and keep that communication open, you will never know it, okay? So there's a lot of factors that we need to look at when creating our own business from scratch. I know when I first had the idea and the concept of creating my own space and entering into entrepreneurship, I had a notepad and a pen and tons of ideas. Because anyone that knows me, you know, I come up with tons of ideas, and sometimes I just kind of fumble and fumble and fumble to try to figure things out. But I had tons of ideas, and a lot of times I would have these discussions with friends or family member or maybe a financial advisor or someone that I know that's more knowledgeable than myself and run it by them to see what they're thinking, what their ideas may be, and how they can maybe even help me in my business venture, okay? So when I had that pen and that notepad, I was writing down different niches and also writing down what I enjoy most and also writing down some people, a contact list of people that I know, like referrals is good, clients who will buy from me, people that would appreciate what I'm doing, people that maybe don't even care about what I'm doing because even if they don't care about it, I can turn every no into a yes with having the right conversation, using the right words, and making it work for the business. It's all about making it work. There's a lot of people who can tell you no, close the door in your face, and you can quickly convince them. So you want to have a convincing attitude, a convincing personality, and not wear your emotions and your feelings on your sleeve when you're in business. And I cannot stress that enough. Because people will give you attitude People will not appreciate your product or your service. People will ignore you, and it's all the nature of the business. And you can never take it personal. You have to take it from an entrepreneur perspective, day by day, moment by moment, second by second, and realize that you can go to the next person, the next person, and the next person, until someone says, yes, I agree, and I'm interested, or I think this is a great idea. And everyone you meet will not enjoy your business, will not respect what you're doing, and could care less. But that does not make you, as an entrepreneur, say, hey, why am I going to do this any longer? They're going to say, yeah, I'm going to continue to do this and continue to grow my brand. And then also as an entrepreneur, you might want to switch gears. If you have a business and your business is not working, change your branding, change your logo, change your, your services around. Maybe just look at the cost and look at the competitors. Maybe you're too high. Maybe you're too low. Maybe the service you have is not wanted any longer. So doing the research to keep your business progress going. Doing the business and doing your business when being in business. Okay? That may sound really crazy. But it's so true because we're in a society that's constantly evolving. Things are constantly changing. And when the pandemic hit, there was a lot of changes. And then now we're in inflation and costs went up. So you might want to see what your competitors are doing, what your, how your competitors are making up for services. Is your service or your product still needed? What is needed and what's not? Because during the pandemic, a lot of people just was more interested in getting by, getting medications. In 2020, when things were really, really bad, um, toilet tissue, um, hand tiles, food, the necessities of life. They weren't really interested in clothing and glamour, lip glosses, shapewear, and novels and things like that. They were just more interested in getting by and holding on to their coin to see what was going to happen next. Because a lot of folks weren't working. Um, they weren't really driving anywhere. 
So if you were maybe shine a car or buff a car, that might have, or detailing might not have been a business that uh, might have made a ton of cash because people weren't getting their cars washed because maybe a lot of people weren't going anywhere because of the pandemic. So it seemed to slow down a lot. So maybe if you were working for the airline, you probably didn't have a job. So certain industries um, was not a necessity because of pandemic. So same nature of businesses. A lot of businesses was not um, wasn't thriving because of pandemic. So if you're one of those businesses during pandemic that wasn't thriving, now that we're into 2022, you might want to maybe change your niche or kind of um, kind of look into what needs to be changed a little bit. Maybe do something different because things have changed since then. And what the most we're purchasing and um, being involved in and making these purchase decisions for, they're not doing that any longer. They decide to um, change and do things differently. I mean, gas prices went up. So there's not a lot of people finding them on the road traveling, going places as much as they once were with us being in inflation and things only going up. So people are going to be doing things at a minimum and not making tons and tons of trips to different places. So finding ways to keep costs at a minimum and still try to keep your clients and make them happy. Uh, it's kind of like the ideal for entrepreneurship right now. I mean, just to kind of stay afloat these days. I have friends that are into entrepreneurship. Um, they're maybe in the beauty industry, and they've told me they've lost 50% of clients because people are just not doing what they once were doing. They're not, um, you know, into the beauty industry as much as they were. Um, like tanning and things like that, or maybe makeup, cosmetics, or whatever the case may be. Maybe body contouring. It's not a huge issue right now um, because people are not, like, they wearing face coverings. Um, it's just not high demand. We're not really eating out as much as they once were. They weren't going, they're not going to parties. They're not having events as much. So things have changed, and people decided to scale back them. So if that's you and you're in business and you decide to scale back, or you're a customer or a client and you decide to scale back, Let's look at the odds of what's going on and try to get a different concept or change things around or add to your niche, okay? So there's many ways we can approach entrepreneurship, but let's approach it in a meaningful, um, practical way, okay? Uh, we want to be practical, practical about what our decision our making um, during this time. And if you're an entrepreneur and you have a new startup, kind of look at the cost. First, see what, do the research, what's your clients need, what is in high demand, and if it's not in high demand, don't waste your time, okay? And take that as an honest opinion that I'm giving because you don't want to be an entrepreneur that's wasting hundreds to maybe thousands of dollars on products or services that's never going to be used again since pandemic where people are just not tapping into you want to be involved in something that is huge. Like, um, I would say affiliations or affiliate marketing, marketing or um, any anything with affiliates um, on the advertising marketing side of things for products and services is huge. Affiliation programs are a big deal right now because a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon of that because you're, you're, you're actually promoting someone's business, their brand, their product, and you can make, you know, like some great commissions. Depend on um, the product, for one, the commission payoff, 
and some other um, concepts you may want to look at into affiliate marketing. Um, a lot of friends are getting involved in that right now because they figure it's a quick coin. It is a quick coin if you do the research. you got to research the product, you got to research the service, and then you have to have a great layout on how you're going to approach um, the business owner on how you can bring them sales. You can bring them money. You can um, advertise their business on your social media platform or your blog or your website and how it can be lucrative for them. And you have to have a great headline when you're reaching out as affiliate marketing, uh, marketer rather, because um, it still sells and you're still getting commission. Okay? So there is affiliate marketing. There's other uh, gigs that you can kind of look at and find, um, you know, um, online that, you know, can uh, kind of jump into entrepreneurship, like shopping for others, Uber, Uber Eats, um, or when I say shopping, like shopping for groceries and having them delivered, of course, um, people are saying they're getting anywhere between 12 to 18 dollars an hour, might have been getting a little bit more than that during the pandemic, and that's still an entrepreneurship role. Um, uh, Rover is another one, I believe, um, like pet sitting, that's another way uh, to bring in an extra compensation per month. So there's ways that you can jump into entrepreneurship um, where you're not having a whole lot of overhead costs or you can work for um, companies where you're actually providing a service and you're being paid for it. And there's companies out there and you have to Google them. I'm not going to give all the stuff on that. And, um, you know, you can create a space and help other individuals with their business. And if there's a service, like if you could do web design or um, some type of like um, writing or blogging or anything like that or um, a virtual assistant, um, any of those tasks um, you can be paid lucratively and, um, you know, it can probably go in your PayPal account. So there's ways you can jump into entrepreneurship um, where you're not having a lot, like I said, reiterating, you're not having a huge overhead, but you're still making uh, some type of compensation and you're still keeping yourself afloat during this challenging time. So there's Great way to do that. You can find it through Google. You can do the research on it. And if nothing else, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, meaningful content. And I will be joining you guys again for some other meaningful content and some ideas in, um, about entrepreneurship and some steps to getting an EIN number and starting um, you know, licenses and starting a business legitimately. Okay? So if nothing else, I thank you so much for listening in and I appreciate your support. And... So we meet again.